Shabbos. So hopefully we won't have to have any of these restrictions because the Besamigdash will be built. Mashiach will be here. But we still have to prepare ourselves with the halachas. And if God forbid it doesn't happen, we will um, uh, have Tisha B'Av. Shabbos is one positive thing is that uh, Shabbos is a nitcha, which means that by definition, the only time we fast on Shabbos is on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur overrides Shabbos, but other than that, all the fasts that we fast basically are all connected to the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Um, and Tishabov. Tainas Esther is different, but that was for the war, for the success. But the other four fast days are all connected to the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Of course, the um, fast of Tishabov is the most uh, serious one. That's why uh, Tishabov, the fast begins with the night before, just like on Yom Kippur, while the other fasts really begin only with the morning. But the fast of Tishabov begins with the night before. Um, this year, because Tishabov is on Shabbos, um, so. Shabbos, we know, uh, one is not allowed to any show any public sign of mourning. That would be a disrespect for the Shabbos. So, therefore, the general rule, which would also apply to a mourner in general, when a person is mourning, uh, God forbid, a personal loss, uh, a parent, a brother, a mother, or any of the seven relatives, one has to mourn. On Shabbos, one is prohibited to uh, display publicly a sign, any sign of mourning, but nevertheless, bitzina, uh, in a discreet way, one is um, one is permitted. Uh, not one is permitted. One needs to keep the laws of mourning in that in that in that sense. Uh, Shabbos Tishabov, uh, because of. Um, of the public, and so in public we do everything like we would do any other Shabbos. Um, the Rebbe, um, the source of some of the writings, um, the Rebbe would uh, fabring uh, sometimes on a regular basis, and every Shabbos he would fabring. This was during the year after the Rebetzin passed away, the Rebetzin Chaim Mushka, when she passed away. So the Rebbe had a fabring in every Shabbos. She passed away on the 22nd day of Shabbat. So the Rebbe would have a fabring in every Shabbos. And so before Shabbos, um, the Rebbe asked Rabbi Groner to go and ask the Rabbonim, the Bezdin of Kron Heights, if he's allowed to make a fabring in this Shabbos. Because the Rebbe says, since he fabrings every Shabbos, if he's not going to fabring this Shabbos, that's going to be a public display of mourning. So... Uh, so of course they uh, said the Rebbe should bring, and and the Rebbe did for bring, and um, but there was some changes in that. Like the Rebbe would always explain, like Pirkei Avos, the Rebbe did not explain in that particular Shabbos, and we do postpone the Pirkei Avos that we usually learn. We don't do it. Uh, I guess the most important practical differences, uh, usually on Erev Tishabov from midday, we stop learning those items that are not permitted to learn a Tishabov. Generally, the study of Torah uh, is considered that makes a person happy. We learned this morning in one of the Rebbe's letters, this person was complaining to the Rebbe that he's depressed and that he's Marash uh, Chorah, that he uh, has difficulty. And the Rebbe says, one of the advices, he says, the Rebbe says, 
devote yourself to Torah. Torah makes people happy. So that's why, that's one of the reasons that on Tishabav um, we actually don't learn general stuff, but we do learn matters that are pertaining to the destruction and uh, various different uh, areas that's brought down. But um, we already stop learning in the regular normal in the regular year. We stop doing it already from midday of the day before Tisha B'Av. The reason for that is because even though it's not Tisha B'Av yet and we don't have the laws of Tisha B'Av, but uh, generally one uh, naturally continues what he starts off earlier. So if a person will study in the afternoon, he might continue to Tisha B'Av. That's why the uh, reason is to stop before uh, midday and uh, that way uh, not to do it. But in the case of uh, of uh, Shabbos. So here, um, the matters we started talking about, the matters which are in a, done in a discreet way, not in a public way. One should keep, uh, even on like Friday night, people should not uh, be intimate at that time unless it's a mikveh night or something like that. But uh, just like would follow like a regular tissue, but because that's a matter of Private. That's not a public. That's not a public matter. Huh? Well, that's according to the Rabbanu Chabad. Um, the um, uh, the various uh, other uh, the various other um, traditions, um, uh, which means like the general studies. So we do till midday on. Tishabov, just on Shabbos, as if it were a uh, regular era of Tishabov, so we do up to midday, with the exception, the things that are connected directly to the davening, of course, you know, we do the Tan uh, you know, Pit Maktoris, there's various pieces, I mean, the regular davening, but uh, uh, even though it's kind of hard to clearly discern, uh, the Rebbe did explain the Rashi Sicha at the time, he did not do Pirkeovis. I believe uh, I read in Rabbi Groner's uh, notes that the Rebbe did not give a Rambam uh, thing. I gotta double check again. So it's kind of hard to see exactly what the Rebbe did and why the Rebbe did what he did. But it was definitely there was no Pirkeovis on the, that that particular. Even though that we read, I believe in the Shulchan Menachem, and they said that the Rebbe had various different requests in different years and the Rebbe didn't want to seemingly rule but that's what I saw in Rabbi Groner's writings that uh, uh, the Rebbe did not do Pirkeovis so I guess it's not absolutely clear uh, one way or the other um, but one of the um, I guess the things to remember is also first of all that before Shabbos um, if you're not going to go home after Shabbos is to bring sneakers along before Shabbos so that you can change into your sneakers right after, uh, you can do it after Baruch uh, change into the sneakers. Um, uh, we'll, we'll over here, we'll give some time for uh, the women uh, who are not in shul or people who are far want to come to shul, so we'll, we'll postpone a little bit, give like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, normally on Erev Tishba, we have what we call the Suda Hamafsekis, we have the interrupting meal which would mainly consist of a, some bread and an egg uh, with ashes, but we don't do that on, uh, on Shabbos. You can eat up till, uh, up till Shkia. Up till Shkia you can eat. And, of course, if you eat the Suda Shlishis, you do it all up to the Shkia, up to the uh, sunset. 
And, um, and the other thing is also to remember is that uh, because we don't do Havdalah until uh, Sunday night because of Tisha B'Av, uh, most cases we don't do Havdalah, so, uh, uh, but we do do Merim Reish on Moser Shabbos, so we do the no B'Samim because we don't do B'Samim for Tisha B'Av and once it's Moser Tisha B'Av already it's too late for the B'Samim. So uh, we don't do B'Samim, but we will do Mareish, and you'll do the, the full Havdalah. That was also a discussion that, um, that I saw in some of the writings of Rabbi Groner, whether you do the Hinekeli Shuasi or not, or just, but the bottom line is you do Hinekeli Shuasi, you do the whole, the whole Havdalah you will do on uh, Motsu Shabbos. Uh, um, and... Um, uh, and then the, re- the rest of it, the one other big difference would be that usually after normal, after a regular Tisha B'Av, the following day you still keep some of the, the night time until the next morning, but technically it's already the 10th of, uh, of, so once Tisha B'Av is over, it's completely over. Like you don't have to wait with uh, doing the laundry or doing things like that. You don't have to wait till later on. You can start doing it immediately. Uh, once Tishabov is over. And uh, as the Rebbe would always say, since it's been pushed away, so God should take it away uh, totally, so we shouldn't have to worry about the different halachas and uh, Sheikh will be here, yes? I think Chidus also, you should know. Chidus, you 